Monday Motivational Monday, everyone. I'm Justin Bizarro, and I am the host of Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs. And today we're going to talk about Rocky Balboa. But first, I want to thank everyone who has helped get this along. We are on episode number three. We record episode number four uh, last Friday with Bootlicker, and I am pumped. He gave me some pump up music for the beginning of the show that we're going to start using, and he did it out of the kindness of her heart. And so, Tommy Wood, thank you very much. Also, uh, Barone Tease, thank you for episode number two uh, and taking a chance. It was great. I learned a lot in that first episode. I'm pumped. I, uh, I've gotten such great feedback, um, both negative and positive, and, and I think it's been amazing, uh, the stories. And one of the things I already got feedback is that I just need to be myself. So here it goes. I, I'm going to tell everyone how I pump myself up on Mondays and, and any day that I'm down. Uh, for me, it comes from the name of Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs. I used uh, my motivation, which was Michael Jackson, the Jackson 5, except Tito and Jackie actually get to be a part of the show and star in the show. So that's sort of the format. One of the other things is, is I started the show because as I looked at podcasts, I did not find anyone, one, concentrating in the food space in the way I wanted to learn from. And two, I found a lot of entrepreneurs or so-called entrepreneurs that are out there in the podcast world that really don't have any experience in being an entrepreneur because I couldn't relate to anything that they said in my own experience or could relate to in the message that they were sending. So that being said, I want to again thank Barone Tease. Fabulous. I thank you, Andy Barone, for taking a chance and, and doing the second episode. If you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. We're learning a lot at a very rapid rate here on the show. I'm pumped. I, I can't tell you. It's, a, it's Monday. It's a motivational day. I'm always excited for Mondays because we have a whole week to get things done and everyone's working and, and work gets done. You know, for me, right before I listen to this show, it's a little bit of Rocky music, which is why I want to talk about Rocky Balboa today. I pumped myself up. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Every Rocky movie for me has been an inspiration. I often use the music when I work out. I get all pumped up. I'll dance around. I used to dance around my parents' living room in my socks because they had a wood floor and, and dance all day long. It's something, you know, we each can pump ourselves up. We can enjoy ourselves. We can make ourselves happy whenever we want. It's just being in the moment and enjoying yourself. And it's Monday, so when someone's not looking, get up and dance around. Play your favorite song. Enjoy yourself. It's Monday, people. It's good to be alive. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy to be here. I'm living my dream. I'm living them right now on this podcast. We all have a chance to do it. This is phenomenal what we're getting to do in our lives. And all the food entrepreneurs out there, respect. I seriously, um, all the people that have come to me to come do episodes, I mean, it's amazing. It, it's super flattering. And I am so grateful to all of you for, for coming forth and, and talking about it and talking about your stories and, and wanting to share and your hardships and your failures and your successes from those failures and the things that have made you grow as a human being. I mean, it's phenomenal. One of the things that I've loved so far is the stories. I love, and you'll hear about this on Wednesday when we release the podcast for bootlicker hot sauce, Tommy Wood, is that he grew up in an entrepreneur family. His father was an entrepreneur, and there was nothing like learning from another entrepreneur. Awesome. And Andy Barone uh, from Barone Tees, one of the stories I loved hearing was how her car got stolen with the printer for her new factory in it. And while she got the car back, the printer was gone. I mean, who needs a new printer? Really, who's going to steal a car for a tea bag printer or a label printer? It's, it's pretty incredible. I wonder what you get on a second market for something like that. 
So today, I'm obviously pumped, had huge feedback, both negative and positive, and I take it all as a learning lesson, um, and I don't think there's really any negative feedback. It's all how you look at it. So that being said, I really want to talk about what the things that pump me up and the things in my life that have really inspired me and made me motivated. And Sylvester Stallone, you are the fucking man. Every Rocky Balboa movie to me has a story. I know everyone doesn't like Rocky Five, but for me, there's a huge message there, big one. And that is a, a various different lessons in food, in being an entrepreneur, and in life in general. Everything that I can reflect on. There are things that come out of every Rocky movie. I'm, they're so well written. And Sylvester Stallone, seriously, you've been a huge impact on my life with writing those movies. Whether it was playing sports or the times I've been down or deaths in the family or things like that, I've been able to go back to those movies and relate to them. And not to mention the music in the movies. I mean, pumped up. Rocky Four, especially. I mean, him working out in that garage, I play that music and it pushes me. It pushes me that extra 10% I need every day to be above, to be 100%. You know, some days we get away with being 90%, but I'm telling you, music is the key. Music can get us that extra 10%, so we excel in our lives every day. I, I believe that. Honestly, it works for me. I dance around. No matter how bad things are or how bad it gets, I play music. I dance around. I be a kid. I get out of myself a little bit, and I just get goofy, and I have a good time. And I seriously, some of my greatest thoughts and, and business ideas have come in those movements by just letting go and emptying my head of everything else so my mind is blank so I can actually hear my own mind think and come up with ideas. So that being said, today I'm going to start off with my favorite Rocky quote. It's from the Rocky Balboa movie and he's talking to his son and he says, let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place and I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you down to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. This is how winning's done. Now, I think that's important. I mean, a lot of us, we, we, we become entitled and we become victims and we become things that, oh, my life, and it is so bad and I can't believe this happened to me and what am I doing with my life and I can't believe that this person treated me that way or this person treated you that way. Guess what? It doesn't fucking matter. It does not matter. What matters is how we deal with it and how we grow from it. As human beings, that's what we are meant to do. We are meant to be stagnant. We are meant to sit still. We are meant to grow. I don't mean changing jobs here and there. I mean learning. I mean learning about ourselves. I mean being honest with yourself and growing because of it. You know, for me, I've had to learn this the hard way. I've had a lot of hard knocks in life and being an entrepreneur or trying to be successful isn't always good because you have such high expectations of yourself. And sometimes those let you down, but that's not really what it's about. And I've had to learn that it's about persistently moving forward even when you think you can't. Picking yourself up the ground and having hope when there is no hope. Believing it. We talked about Martin Luther King last week. He was a great person that did it. In a hopeless situation, he provided hope not only for the people around him, but for himself. And all of you Rocky fans, I, I know you're going to love this episode because I'm going to share about everything that I love. You know, Rocky won. Oh my God, think about this. How old was Rocky? The dude was smoking cigarettes. He was beating people up. He was living a life that wasn't very sustainable. 
It, it wasn't manageable. He wasn't succeeding in the path that he was taking. But when he started to get vulnerable, one, with Adrian, and two, given an opportunity that he wouldn't have had unless he had continued to train boxing, but he transformed himself. He transformed himself and he worked hard. And while the movie goes in split seconds of his training, he worked months at it. He didn't have an overnight success. It took a lifetime of hardship, of living on the streets, of being a person with out any opportunity whatsoever to get to where he was. He needed the grit. He needed the hardship. He needed to be beaten down his whole life to rise up. And he was older in his life. He wasn't planning on being a professional boxer, but something happened to him and he changed and he transformed. And it was amazing. So I don't care how old you are or what you're doing or whatever. It's never too late to transform and it's never too late to be an entrepreneur and chase your dreams. We need to do this as people. This is how the world works. We need to keep moving forward because dreams are what keep us moving forward as humans. They're the things that'll keep us on this planet forever. They're the things that'll make sure that we're alive. They're the things that'll help people stop starving. They're the things that'll help equalize economic opportunity. Work, create jobs, work our hardest. We never know the impact we're going to get. And as an entrepreneur, I never know how my work is going to affect someone and the opportunities it may lead to. Because often you come up with ideas and plans and they never go that way. And if you really trust and have faith and have faith in, in a higher power or God or whoever that you want to, you can seriously move forward and seriously have your dreams realize it's just letting it go and letting it go where it is and doing your part and being of service to other human beings. You know, Rocky Balboa came from hardship. He came from a broken broken background. He came from things that were difficult and he rose up to fight Apollo Creed, an opportunity of a lifetime, and he didn't take it for granted. You see him, the opportunity came from and he changed. He was drinking raw eggs out of a glass for God's sake. I mean, how does that happen? Change ourselves when we need to, when we're forced to, when given an opportunity, but we have to give ourselves that opportunity sometimes. We have to be prepared. It's not about luck. It's about hard work. It's about being in the right place at the right time because of that hard work. Luck is merely just having that opportunity because you worked hard before. It doesn't happen overnight. Rocky too. Now he gets a second chance at Apollo Creed. How awesome is that? So he gets a chance to actually win the title again. And now everyone knows how how hard he works, how much he goes into the ring and fights with every last bit of spirit he has. He gives everything. He leaves nothing in there for anyone to question how great of a fighter is, how great of a person he is, and how much grit he has. That is a huge lesson. It's important because often we get beaten down or we don't win and we are down on ourselves or we don't know how great we are. Guess what? Failing and not winning is part of the path to winning. And you'll see in Rocky II, when Adrian's in the hospital and she's in a coma because little Rocky Jr. has been bored, he's waiting. He doesn't know what to do. Life has got him beaten down. He can't train. You know, Mickey's trying to get him off the ground and train and be like, hey, buddy, get off. You, I know you're at rock bottom right now and you're worried about your wife, but we got to do something. But it wasn't until he had the support of his family that he did it. And it's one of my favorite scenes in any Rocky movie where Adrian comes out of her coma and Rocky goes up to her and she's like, come here. Come here, Rocky. And she whispers in his ear, you need to do me a favor. And he's like, oh, what? And she's like, when? And he's like, what? When? And you hear Mickey go, what are we waiting for? That 
is got to be inside each and every one of us every day. We need the support of our families. We need the support of each other and our friends and all that. And I think it's important, but guess what? They're not always going to be there for. Sometimes it's got to come from inside and sometimes it's got to come from a mentor or a role model or a coach that needs to, to just help us. If you care about the people around you, sometimes you need to be that person and pick someone up off the ground. You need to go there and help them. You know, for me, I had good coaches. I've had good mentors. I'm always looking for greater mentors or, or how I can learn. You know, someone sees me read a book. I make a million different notes in there. I'm in any class or any place. I take notes or a meeting. Notes, 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 especially if someone says something that's important. I want to remember because it will affect me. It's important, but it can only affect me if I choose to live by the those words and I choose to live the right way, ethically, morally, and I do it not for self. I do it for other people and I do it for the people around me to give back. And while drive comes from inside, it also comes from giving and it also comes from growing people. Rocky three and Clubber Lang, Mr. T. Who doesn't like that one? He is badass in that movie. I would not want to fight him in that movie at all. But the thing is, Rocky gets cocky. Rocky thinks he's at the top. He's winning. He wins a bunch of matches. He gets soft. And this happens to a lot of people with success. We don't maintain our success because we get soft or we get cocky or we think because we buy one nice car or one nice boat that we've made it and our life is over and everyone should give us praise and we should be the shit and no one should talk down to us and no one should have anything bad to say about us because we're at the top of our game. Guess what? Everyone gets knocked down from the top at some point. And Rocky and Rocky Three, he got his ass kicked by Clubber Lang, kicked his butt. And one of the things it teaches us, and and I love this, is getting to the top doesn't often mean you, by the way you get there, means the way you're going to stay there. In order to stay there, you have to do things differently than the way you got there. And in Rocky Three, a couple things happen. One is there's a competitive nature between him and Apollo, obviously, from the first two Rockies, but they find friendship amongst it in a common enemy. And f- competition you know, I want to win all the time. I'm extremely competitive. My girlfriend, Deborah, she's extremely competitive. And competitiveness is good. And having a competitor and being competitive with people in your own industry is a good thing. It makes you better. You're only as good as your best competitor if you try to strive to be better than them. That is the goal in this. He wanted to be a winner, but he didn't know how. He was down on himself. He got knocked down from the top. And by he, I mean Rocky Balboa. So he had to go to someone that he was competitive with and find a friendship there. I think that's important as competitors are friends. I mean, you know, Tom Brady, the New England Patriots, they're they're on their way to the Super Bowl again, but he wins. He's a winner, but he's also gracious in it. He also is friendly to his competitors. He's also tells them how great of an athlete they were and what a fight they are. He's also showing them a little bit like, hey, you want to be with me? I'm still here. If you want to get to the top, you got to get by me. I am the best there is. I am the best quarterback in the NFL. If you want to be on the top, you got to get by me. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can get to the top. I don't know if I'll ever be there. And I'm scared and I'm fearful and I don't want to take the first step. Well, guess what? You got to. You got to push yourself every day if you want to be a leader. And leading is hard, but if you want to stay at the top, you've got to remain at the top and you've got to make sure you're better than everyone else behind you. And sometimes that means pivoting and changing because every new competitor that comes along, they're going to offer something different. They're going to offer something that's coming to kick your ass. So how am I better than if you have a job or you're employed or you're not a manager or you're not a supervisor, or you're not a leader or you're not a CEO or you're not an owner of your business, guess what? Someone's still coming from your job. Every day you got to work hard and you've got to be better than the person around you because 
one, you want your company to succeed because you succeed. You want the people around you to succeed because then you succeed also. But you need to succeed by being the best you can every day. And in Rocky Three, he trains differently. He learns something different. He learns to swim is, is a great example. He has to go outside his box and change. He has to grow as a human being. He grew through the first couple Rockies, but he stopped growing when he got to the top. Being at the top doesn't mean you need to stop growing. You have to grow even more than to stay ahead of everyone else. For my own sake, that's been true. I I have been to the top of things and I haven't learned to continue to grow because I thought I made it. Guess what? Next motherfucker is coming up to me and knocking me off the top because that's what they do because they're hungry. And being hungry like Clubber Lang was, was the reason Rocky lost. Rocky wasn't hungry. He needed to find that hunger inside of him and he needed to change the way he did things. And with the help of Apollo Creed, he did that. He changed. He was able to go back in the ring and he figured out that beating Clubber Lang wasn't a strength game. It wasn't about who was stronger. It was about who was smarter and who had more grit and who could last longer in the ring. And that's what he did. He drew out the match. He took Clubber the distance. That's what Rocky did. He would take people the distance. He knew that was his best quality, but he needed to do it in different ways. He couldn't pound someone and he couldn't beat him in a few rounds. His thing was going the distance. And there's a huge lesson in that. That distance, that time he spent in the ring going 15 rounds, now in boxing it's 12, I believe, but 15 rounds, he showed everyone that he could keep going. He could pursue whatever he wanted and winning by not giving up, by standing his ground, but not doing it by giving all of his effort at the beginning. You know, entrepreneurism, in my experience, is is not a race. It's a marathon. You've got to be willing to go the distance in life at the very beginning. It sucks. You know, there's still times that suck for me. There's still times I want more. There's still times I, I want to do better and I want better for our companies and I want to do things better and I want to chase more dreams and I want more money in the pocket and all that. But those things aren't really what drives me. What drives me is giving back and creating opportunity and creating jobs and and, and being in charge of my own destiny. Rocky IV, possibly the best Rocky. Um, In high school, I went to an all-boys school. Uh, All my boys at the Heights, hello. Great experience, great thing. We learned how to be men there. I think that's a very important lesson as a side note. But the other thing is, is Rocky IV, he had to fight his biggest, strongest opponent ever, the Russian Ivan Drago. And I swear that movie, we debated this when I was in high school all the time, single-handedly brought down the Berlin Wall and the USSR. I mean, talk about a speech at the end. I, I'm not going to ruin it for anyone because I think everyone who hasn't watched Rocky Four in the audience should definitely watch Rocky Four. It will change your life. But in that movie, Apollo dies. And in that, he learns through the hardship of losing someone. I know, spoiler alert. It's important because he was down in the dumps, but instead of letting it hold him there, he used that. He didn't use it because he wanted revenge. He used it as the steam that powered him. He went and he trained again in a way he had never trained. He had to go to the darkest place he had to go to inside of him and fight his way out of it and face his biggest fear. He didn't want to die also like Apollo did. His family didn't want him to die. Adrian didn't even support him at first. So how did he get through it? He had to dig deep inside of him in the roughest of times and pull himself out of it. And we all all have opponents that come along, whether they're younger, whether they're smarter, whether they're whatever, but it's not about that. It's about how hard we're willing to fight. How much are we willing to give of, of ourselves to win? How much are we willing to learn to grow? How much are we going to go out there and make a difference? 
I'll stop there because I don't want to ruin the movie, but Rocky V. Now, Rocky V, Rocky and his brother-in-law, Paulie, make a bad financial decision and, and trust the money to another person who loses all their money. You know, from a business standpoint, this is, uh, you have heard too many entrepreneurs do this. Um, or business owners is they trust their money to someone else. And while you want to have a good accountant, you do want to keep your eye on the money. Often we trust that someone else is going to manage it and we trust that someone else is going to manage it the way we do. And in my experience, that has never happened. You, we ha- I've had great people and I've had bad people do the accounting, but no one takes care of your, your money like you do. And very few. And the people that do, you need to keep them around. You need to figure out how to keep them in your business because anyone who cares about your money and your business and your profitability as much as you do, uh, you know, they deserve to stick around and deserve some other opportunities with you. But anyway, he was given a chance to mentor an individual, Tommy the Machine Gun, who was a boxer and the actor, rest in peace, uh, he died of AIDS. But in there, he helps someone along. He finds the fight inside of him by helping someone else and he mentors someone, which is the right thing to do. But Rocky is doing it for the wrong reasons. He's doing it because he misses the ring. He's doing it because he still wants to be in the boxing world. And he's blind to see that Tommy the Machine Gun isn't him. He doesn't have the same morals or the same ethics. And he's driven by money, not by doing the right thing. And and everyone hates the ending because it's a street fight. It's not actually in a boxing ring. But I love it. And here's why. I don't think Tommy the Machine Gun deserved the respect to ever fight Rocky Balboa in the ring. I don't think Rocky should have ever taken it and made it a financial thing. He wanted to fight him. Hey, I'm going to fight you, but I'm going to do it my way. And we're going to do it in the streets where you belong in the gutter. And even though Rocky had lost everything, he still continued to find a way forward and he still beat him. Why? Because greed, greed is, is a bad thing. And I've had business partners here and there that have gotten greedy as things went well. And it's never good. I, you know, it's one of those things you've really got to know who you partner with in life. I, there's a huge lesson there, but we can talk about that on a different episode. Rocky Six, aka Rocky Balboa. Oh man. Um, that's where the uh, quote I gave earlier came from when he was talking to his son. It's a great scene. The whole movie's great. It's He realizes that he's never too old to follow his dreams. And boxing was still a dream and he still fought for it. You know, no one else thought he should do it, but he's in charge of his own destiny and he should be able to make the decisions for his life, not have someone else make it for him. And as entrepreneurs or people in food or restaurant owners or food truck owners, we're taking destiny in our own hands. Why? Because we don't want someone else to make decisions for us. Because in life, you may always have someone you got to report to, or you may always have someone you've got to talk to or have a mentor you're accountable to or whatever. But the fact is, is it's our own destiny. It's about how hard we're willing to work and how long we're willing to do it. And it's never too late to do it. You know, I've worked with food entrepreneurs that are that are in their 60s and 70s and just starting the business. It's amazing. And, and people find new ways in life, whether they're opening markets or, or starting a food truck or following a dream. And just because you have an idea, I'm not saying you should do it. I'm saying you need to flush it out and you need to talk to people and you maybe need to get a little experience, but you need to have the willingness to go out there and get into the food world in some way before you do it. If you don't have food experience and if you're following a dream and you have the money to burn and you're willing to lose it, go for it. But knowing that you might lose it may drive you to work harder. I don't know. It depends on who you are. The other thing about Rocky Balboa I like is the difference he gets to make in his son's life. And I recently heard that 70% of the kids, now don't quote me on that, 70% of the kids in America grow up without a father. 
And that blows my mind. I don't have children. I My girlfriend, Deborah, has kids, so I basically have two stepdaughters. But I cannot imagine not being a father to my kids. One, like I said before, I went to an all-boys prep school where they prepared me to be a man, to be a father, and to be a husband, to be a son, to be a brother, to be an uncle, to be a cousin, to be everything a man should be in my life. The Heights, I, I give you mad credit for that, and you formed me for who I am. Shit, I would not be who I am if it wasn't that, and it wasn't for having a father in my life who mentored me and, and showed me the way of things and two great parents. But seriously, anyone out there who's uh, that's running a food business that's an entrepreneur, seriously, male, I challenge you, if you have people that are working with you in your restaurants or in your places, be more than a damn employer. Change these kids' life. I can't believe that there's kids in this country, in the United States, that don't have fathers that don't have someone to look up to that sets a male example for them. Like, where is our society going if we have no male role models in this world? It blows my mind. But Rocky gets a chance to do it again, and we'll later see he has to do it again in Creed 2 is go reconnect with his son. But this is part of what it is. We have ups and downs with our children, and, and I don't know from my own experience. I only experience it because I basically have two stepdaughters, but I see what my girlfriend does every day. I see what my father did for me. I see what my friend who are out there raising kids and sons are doing in the model they're setting for them. And it blows my mind that there are people out there that do that. Being a man isn't being some solo superhero that pimps out women and, and you, that's ridiculous. Or, or, you know, I can't even believe it. Where did that come from? A man is not that. A man is who takes care of their family, who takes care of their children, who takes care of the people around them and leads and sets an example through his actions. He leads by example. He motivates through his words and he inspires through his actions. I messed that up, but you get the point. The thing is, is I'm blown away. I see kids I went to high school with uh, and college with, and they are great fathers. So it's hard for me to even imagine this is possible. So side note, we'll probably talk about that a little bit in another episode. But seriously, food entrepreneurs, people that own their restaurants and their food trucks and their businesses, seriously, take some time and mentor someone and be a parent. Help them be a father, be a male role model, whatever it is, because we lack that. I can tell you in my own experience and, and people and employees and and, and some of the things and other businesses I've been in that failed, we suffer from that in this country. Where are all the male role models? That's going to be a title of an episode. Creed 1. Now, this one's an interesting one. Apollo Creed, before he died in Rocky Four, had a son through having an affair. But what the lesson is, is it could have been looked at this horrible thing. It could have been looked at as something that someone terribly did. But out of every mistake that we do as human beings, out of every bad thing, there's an opportunity to improve. There's an opportunity to do something better. There was a Disney movie, Pixar, Inside Out, and it has two characters. One is sadness and one is joy. And in order to have joy, you have to experience sadness. And I'm not saying bad, do bad stuff and someone benefits, you know, let's not be ridiculous here about murder or rape or whatever, but let's talk about bad things happen. We make mistakes as human beings. We do things that we shouldn't do, myself included, but there's good things that come out of it. And in this, there's Adonis Creed which is the son of Apollo. And Adonis Creed's mom dies, and he ends up in institutions, fatherless and motherless. But Apollo Creed's wife raises him. She brings him into her home, and she raises him because it's her passed away husband's son, and she does the right thing. How many people out there do the right thing amongst all of that? Seriously, think about that. How many people amongst a situation like that do the right thing? 
The second thing I love about Creed 1 is because his father has passed away, he needs a male role model in his life. And we kind of just talked about this, but it's important because Rocky becomes that father figure to him. And because one's trying to succeed in the ring, Adonis Creed, he wants to become a boxer like his father to prove himself. And Rocky, who's fighting a bout of cancer, they find a bond in each other, a father-son bond that they both need, that they both need, that they can relate to each other. So I'm not saying don't bond with your own kid, but seriously, there are males out there that need male role models, and we need to do that. And and myself included, I need to figure out ways to be a role model to more males or, or teenagers and give back. I don't know what that looks like, but seriously, when I saw the stats, I'll keep going around and round in this it shocks me but the other thing that comes out of it is Adonis doesn't go by the name Creed his whole life he doesn't want the name Creed because he doesn't want to be associated with it because he wants to make his own way in life and in doing that he is not honest with himself about who he is where he comes from and and doesn't appreciate that while he's the product of an affair he is still something beautiful and still a human being. And because of what happened to him, he has a drive like no one else. And I think that's important. We often take bad things that have happened to our life and instead of using them for good or to drive us or the steam to power the dream, we let them get us down. We let them get us down every day. And I don't understand why, but everything bad happens and we don't have anywhere else to go but forward. So why not go forward and fucking kick some ass? Seriously, kick some ass. Seriously, if anyone's listening to this right now, think about how you're going to fucking kick some ass when you go into work or you go into your job or you open your store. I'm going to give a little moment of silence so everyone knows they can go in and fucking kick some ass. Think about it. The moment of silence is for you to take a few seconds and think about how you're going to fucking kick some ass. Go out and do it. The next one that comes along is Rocky too, and Sylvester Stallone again writes this one, and you know, it blows me away, because here's Avin Drago, he's got a son, here's Rocky Balboa, he's coaching Apollo Creed's son, and Ivan Drago lost everything in the USSR when he lost to Rocky Balboa. So his motivation is pure revenge. So he's training his son and training his son to be a boxer, to be better than he did. And so he's taking his son and making him pay for all of his failures. And while his son becomes a great boxer, he's putting them in in the way in, in clouding things and putting a lot of pressure on his son in a negative way because he himself has a chip on his shoulder from his failures. Now I think that's important. So now he is being a role model to his son. He is driving his son to be a better person, but he's doing it for the wrong reasons. He's doing it for himself instead of his son. And until we share our experiences with people or our children or each other, we don't actually grow. When we start telling people they should do something or they need to do this or they need to do that, all it does is keep them from growing. All we're doing is robbing them of the dignity for growing themselves. And in this movie, this becomes true. He fights Adonis and he knocks Adonis down at the ground, which disqualifies the match. And because he wanted to win so bad, he was willing to cross his moral and ethical boundary. One, because his father was putting pressure on him. Two, because he felt he had to win 
win at any cost. And that's winning's winning, but it should be done in the right way. It should be done within the rules. It should be done within the ethical and moral boundaries of the world we live in. And it should be for the betterment of everyone else. If we're doing something and it's harming people and we're not doing the right thing, we should seriously question what we're doing. Side note. Another episode, probably. But Rocky doesn't train Adonis for that first fight because he doesn't believe he can win. And there's a lesson there. We sometimes put ourselves before others. And Rocky puts himself and his own fears before Adonis. And Adonis isn't trained right, and he loses. But an interesting thing happens, and I can't remember the name, is it's the person who trains him is the son of Apollo's trainer, who also trains Rocky in Rocky Three, And then when Apollo's daddy trains Rocky in Rocky Four. So there's this whole thing Sylvester Sloan does in all of these movies. And I know you didn't write Creed 1, but he ties all the characters together in such a human way where lessons are learned. And so Creed 2, he has to get over himself and his own fears to help someone else. I think that's important. We often get so stuck in fear, we're not willing to help someone. And we often say things negative about people or put people down or knock them down because we're afraid of them. We're afraid they're going to be better than them. How about just beat them the old way by being better? How about just being better yourself, not putting them down, not saying negative things about them because you don't know the shit they've been through. You don't know the life that they've had. And guess what? Most likely, if they're not talking shit about you, they are going to beat you because you are too busy looking at them. And there's a, a photo of Michael Phelps winning an Olympic medal in swimming. And his opponent is looking out of the water at him and he's driven towards the goal. That's exactly what I'm talking about. If you're focused so much on your opponent and you're looking at them all the time to, to judge them, to be negative about them, to try to knock that down, guess what? You're going to lose because the guy who's winning doesn't give a shit about any of that. He gives a shit about winning. He gives a shit about growing. And he gives a shit about being a champion, whether it's in his everyday life or it's the business he runs or it's on a sports field or court. That's what he's doing. And those people often give back. Those champions often are the ones who give back the most. They are the most gracious and thankful for what they have because they are focusing on winning. They are focusing on the people to help them win, not on the people they need to knock down to win. And so with that, I am going to wrap things up. Um, Again, please listen to other podcasts podcast. I appreciate the feedback. Uh, I, you know, I'm getting better at this. Uh, Deborah and I are working on it. I, you know, we built a studio in our garage. So what entrepreneur doesn't start a business in their garage? You know, I think it's kind of a rite of passage in a lot of ways. And um, so that to me and getting this off the ground and, and doing these interviews and, and all the food entrepreneurs that are coming forward and, and wanting to talk and share their hardships and their stories. I love this. The point of this show is for us to share our stories and to learn from one another. And it's really, I want, you know, real stories about real hardships and real food entrepreneurs because there's a lot of people out there claiming they know everything about entrepreneurs. And I, you know, honestly, I just think they're trying to sell something. So there's that. And we can talk about that in another episode. But I wanted to thank everyone seriously for all the feedback, for listening to the podcast. I will never charge for them. I will never advertise them. I will never put advertisements on them. I want to do this for free. The food world has taken care of me and my family my whole life. I, I couldn't be more appreciative for the things that I have and the things I've been given, the lessons I've learned, the hardships I've had. You know, while they've been terrible, they've helped me learn such lessons and become the person that I am. So I am so gracious. I'm I'm gracious to God also. And I know that's a little hard to talk about, but for me, I am. I'm, I'm thankful for anyone that has helped me get to where I am. Every person living and died that has come into my life and made a difference for me and believed in me when I didn't believe in myself a lot of times. And they've helped me. So thank you to everyone. I want to make sure I publicly 
we do that. Lastly, please come listen to my show and Deborah's show. It's Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs. You can find us on Instagram. We just got launched on Google Play. I'm still waiting on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify uh, to get the approval process. I'll have to check up on those, but please listen and, and seriously, fee- feel free to give comments. You know, help out if you want to help out. I'm, 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 you know, like I said, Tommy Wood has helped me with an intro music. I'm excited about that and, and using that in the next couple episodes. I'm all pumped up. Things are going well. You know, put yourself out there, guys. See what happens. Be you because there's no one else like you and you're the only you there is. So why not be it? Why not excel by being yourself? Why stress out about being someone you're not? So with that said, I'm Justin Bizarro. Welcome to Motivational Mondays and uh, enjoy your fucking Monday and go kick some ass. And uh, we will talk to you on Wednesday when we launch the Boot Liquor Podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye.